Bienvenido al podcast de lo que hace la boca de la hijota. El podcast de donde descubres lo que hace la boca de hijota. Hace como las bocas de sus buenos, buenos amigos. Welcome to the What EJ Mouth Do podcast. The podcast where you find out what EJ Mouth do as well as the mouths of his good, good pals. Today on the show, we have a solo episode. It's just me again. Just me checking you guys out, seeing how your week is treating you. What's going on? How you doing? My lady's, uh, my lady's been away. She's been overseas uh, for a couple of weeks, and so I've just been, you know, cooking, cooking meals whenever I'm, I'm, uh, whenever I'm, whenever I'm hungry, just like people do. That's what people do, Elliot. But um, yeah, so I've just been, I'm, but I have been cooking less dinners because sometimes I'll get back from comedy late and I'll, I'll, I'll decide I'm like, you know what, I'm not hungry enough to cook a full meal. Maybe I'll have a snack and then have breakfast, breakfast, whatever. Anyway, so like. I'm cooking meals, um, and the other night I'm like up. I'm just I'm, it's late, and I've decided I'm not going to make dinner, but I am still hungry. So I'm like flicking through Instagram, and this uh, this Mongolian kid, this little Mongolian kid that I had seen um, make take a horse's anus. He took like a horse's anus and like turned it into a meal. It was disgusting. Like they had to pull out like the, the inside of a horse's anus. Like, uh, and, uh, and, and it, it smelled so bad. They had to like make, they had like make They're in like the mountains in Mongolia. And so like, they've, they've got like makeshift nose protect. Like they've got cotton that they've shoved into their nostrils. And while they're cleaning and scrubbing this rubbery anus, like this membrane, it's huge. It's a horse anus. And so like, it's, uh, and it, it's sort of like, it, it's like, it's like ribbed. It's like spiky all around it kind of thing. Like it's, and it's stretchy. It looks like a bat wing, but with like lumps all over it. You remember, you know, in like kids playgrounds, like every single kid's playground or play area has this, this ball. It's like a spiky rubber ball that if you step on, you couldn't pop it or anything, but it's cause it's, it's, it's like kind of got the same sort of um, density as, as gentle dodgeball. Like, it's, like, rubbery and gentle, and it's, like, in almost every kid's play area. They, like, come in different sizes and different colors, like, usually, like, a pink or a green or a red or something, but they're, like, a spiky, rubbery ball that can't be popped no matter how much you step on it. That was what the horse anus looked like. They're scrubbing out, and they cook it into this stew that they eat. It's disgusting, but this what's impressive is this kid can't be more than, like, I don't know, six, seven years old, and he's completely self-sufficient. He's doing it with his uncle, but you, he knows exactly what to do. Like, he's all good. And then later on, last, like, the other night, I'm, like, I've seen this kid cooking that anus before. And then the other night, I'm seeing this kid, and he's cooking. He's just using, like, he makes some sort of, like, mountain bread. It looks like a mountain croissant, you know? It's, like, flaky on the inside, but he cooks it from scratch. And he does the whole process in front of you, and he basically makes this... He cooks, like, eggs as well on this makeshift hot plate, and... um and makes like a eggs croissant, like a fried eggs croissant. Uh, and I, I got hungry. I was like, I can do that. If that little Mongolian kid can make himself something to eat, I'll make myself something. And I did. I made something. I made like a, made myself like, you know, uh, an egg sandwich. It was so much better than I even thought. And anyway, I, I go to bed. I go to bed and I wake up in the morning. I'm like, it's a little bit warm out here in the kitchen. A little bit warm. I'd left on the hot plate all night. The entire night I left the hot plate on. I've been alone for a couple of weeks and this is what I'm, I'm almost, I've almost burnt down the house. I literally, I was, I, I almost leaned on it. I was like, what is that? And I almost leaned on it. I was like, no, I kind of realized. And I, I let out like a, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh no. 
Oh boy. I, and I just, you, you know that, you know when you almost get hit by a car and you almost get in a car accident and like everything sort of flashes before you, like, oh my God, I could have done. It's like a slow flash for the whole morning. I couldn't believe it. So that little Mongolian kid that cooks horse anus inspired me in the middle of the night to start cooking when I'm tired. <laughs> it's his fault. I'm not taking responsibility here. Jocko Willink, there's no responsibility to be taken here. No good. What's going on, guys? Uh, did you almost burn down your house this week? If you did, um, kudos to you. If you did, uh, I hope this podcast makes you feel better. If not, then there's always next week for a little bit of Jewish lightning. Oh, man, I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning to watch the UFC uh, 7 a.m. start because it's in Abu Dhabi. Alexander Volkanovsky versus Islam Makachev 2. Uh, Alexander Volkanovsky getting ready on 11 days notice. Had, a, had an opponent drop out for Islam Makachev and, and, and uh, Alexander was in. He was ready. He was ready to. He was ready to jump in, but he lost today by a head kick in the first round. And I am so sad. You know when you like. Uh, you remember when there was like t- before Netflix or YouTube or anything, and a TV show that you really were invested in or liked ended in a sad way, and then you had to wait a whole week to get resolved or like the resolution, and you for the whole week you were kind of like bummed about it. You're like, nah, fuck. I can't believe. <laughs> I can't believe Ryan on the OC broke up with. <laughs> fucking what's her face you know what I mean like you'd have to wait a whole week to watch a show to get that resolution that's sort of the f- that's like the feeling that, that I have after watching Alexander Volkanovsky lose it's gonna be a week where I'm just like fuck damn it god damn it did any of you else get up I always like I get up early in the morning and I and I, ha- I it is fun for me it's like it's kind of got the kids it's like when you were a kid, like, and you got like a sleepover kind of vibe. You're all staying up late to enjoy something, so it's got that kind of thing. And even though I'm by myself, I'm like, yeah, this is fun. Let's, let's early morning coffee. Let's do it. So I'm watching it. The, the, the event, the event started at one a.m. The event actually started at one a.m. I lie. The main event started at seven at seven a.m. And I didn't go to bed till about eleven thirty. So then I was right back up. I was right back up, and I watched it, but I kept falling asleep in between. And I had a, had like a multi. I had a like a sports bet multi that I put on like a like a like a bet via my phone. For those of you who don't know what a multi is, it's where you bet on like a whole bunch of what they call legs, like different um, bets all combined together to make one bigger bet. And uh, I always put it on sort of like a lottery ticket, like I kind of I try and forget that I even have it. Like I forget that I even have it, and then. But it's more like an educated like lottery ticket because with a lottery ticket, you're just picking some numbers. But this, I, I'm like, oh, this team might actually beat this one. I'm looking for upsets. And I always have like a ridiculous sort of like, a, I, I usually try and go for one life-changing amount of money for like a $3 bet. You know what I mean? And this week, I got within like three legs. I got within like three legs of my life-changing bet. And I'm falling asleep. I'm falling asleep. Actually, by the time I fell asleep, it was like with five legs. Five of like 15. Had it like, so I'd already gotten like uh, 10. I'd already gotten 10 through and the other five were reasonable for them to win. And I'm sort of like already buying my yacht in my head. I'm already sort of planning things with the money. And uh, and, 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 and so then I, I go fall asleep and then I wake up and I check my bet. 
There is zero pending bets. They've all lost. <laughs> God damn it. Next week. Yeah, so I'm putting I'm I'm doing a, I'm doing another 20 leg multi this week. Uh doing a quick uh, doing doing a 20 leg multi this week. I'm not even going to bother reading it out. It's ridiculous. Uh if you guys do want to get involved in the in the bet of doom. I'm going to call it, what are we going to call it? The the EJ Rivetti podcast life-changing sports picks of the week. Um, we can I can give those to you if you'd like. But I'm not going to read out 20 different legs of sport. What's going on? This week you know what I was thinking about today? Where the fuck did lice go? When when did lice stop being a problem in our lives? I remember when lice was a serious issue with my family. Like we could just, we couldn't, we just could not get it together because like every time we'd start to defeat them and start pushing them back onto their own, you know, on their own lines, they'd regroup on my sister's head. They loved my sister. Every time we started pushing them back, they, they, they'd fall back to her skull and and then regroup, recalibrate and then (laughs) re-engage, re-engage. In into the uh, Rivetti household, they took over everything for an, for a cu- like a couple of years. We just could not defeat them, and I was I was basically look, guys, we either all have to shave our heads or Paris, my little sister, she you got to go. You, you you it's it's over. I, we can't have you in the house. You can come back when you when you when you're grown up enough not to have lice, and it doesn't make sense because they they hate dirty hair, and kids always are notoriously dirty, and adults. You know, I'm more uh, like more often have a better hygiene, better hygiene. So it makes sense that like adults should still have lice. You like, you know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't they, why wouldn't they be, in, why would they they're just not involved in our lives anymore? That's ridiculous. Well, just because I don't hang around. That's actually hilarious. Like if you, if you, <laughs> if your adult friend keeps getting lice and he doesn't have children, <laughs> you got to be like, Dude, where are you hanging out? Why you're definitely around children? Where else? Where else are you getting all the lice? I haven't seen a lice. I haven't seen a lie in years. Sometimes you get an itch in your head and you get like that, like uh, psychosomatic feeling, where you you just feel like, is that a lice? But it's but I haven't seen. If your friend keeps getting lice, it's like, what are you doing? Who are you hanging out with? Stop hanging out so close. To the to the schools, um, it's almost like when like uh, when some guy comes to a hospital with some sort of rare, like necro, necro like skin eating disease that only that only comes from corpses and it's for some reason all over his dick, and it's like oh you work at the morgue do you? <laughs> why do you have death aids? Hey, why do you have corpse herpes? Can you explain that? He's like, I don't know. I've got this lice and corpse herpes. <laughs> the guy clearly works with children in a, in a, in a morgue. And he's fucking them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Where, where, where did lice go? Is lice still a problem in your life? What about bed bugs? If you have bed bugs, I got to say, I don't know, man. Because like a mattress is expensive. It's sort of one of those. I mean, you can get a shit mattress, but then like you you can also get back problems. That's what you want. I think that like you're sleeping in a bed for so many hours of your life, it's worth investing in a decent bed. 
But sometimes, well, it's like a big car payment that comes up all at once. Sometimes you're not prepared. Sometimes you might need a week to sort of gather the funds. But if you discover you have bed bugs, what are you going <laughs> to do? You just go like, I'm just going to sleep in the problem. I'm just going to sleep in the problem for another week. Be itchy. Or do you just throw that thing out and you sleep on whatever whatever else you can? Because I don't think that I could. I think I'd start psychosomatically. Uh, there's a great, what are your, your brain is like get fixed on three words a week. <laughs> psychosomatically. Your brain, you know, just in your imagination, I feel like I would start hearing bed bugs start crawling all over my, like my neck and stuff. I'd be like, oh my God. If you're getting bed bugs and it's 2023, I don't know. That's on you. That is on you. Unless you've got one of those neighbors that has awful bed bugs, such a bad, awful bed bug situation that they come over to your place to snuggle with you, which is like, uh, I've never heard of that. You know what? I'm not letting you out. If you, if you got bed bugs, that's on you. Get some fucking tea tree oil, something. I'm going to get bed bugs tonight with that kind of karma. They're coming for me. I know it. I can feel it. Oh, I'm already itchy just thinking about it. That's good. <laughs> yeah, so I got off of the UFC this morning. Um, got off of the UFC this morning, and I always think that I'm going to be productive. And I was. I was, but it was a struggle. It was definitely a struggle. I had to have a little nap in the day. I had to have a little nappy poo, Sunday nappy poo. I tell you, my house is amazing for a nappy poo. It's got these... Um, like shutters just outside the window that make the most beautiful sound with the rain while I sleep on a Sunday. I mean, a Sunday sleep. I'll actually play rain sounds on Spotify. I'll just type in rain sounds and then put the playlist on. And I'll, I'll, if, if I'm awake, if I'm doing something productive, I could be like exercising or doing something very, you know, stimulating. If I start hearing that, if you play the rain sounds, I immediately start. It's, it's, I'll start falling asleep. It's like a catalyst for me being hypnotized. The CIA, if, if the CIA, ASIO, they ever needed to know how to make a Manchurian candidate out of me, rain sounds. That puts me right down. Try it out. Try it out. Try, try it yourself. Do you guys remember that art attack? Neil? Try it yourself. There's a, bit, a little art attack for you. Try it yourself. What I've done is I've taken my shit and I've smeared it on the wall into a perfect picture of Jimmy Saville. Try it yourself. Um, I fucking loved Neil from Art Attack. Do you remember he did the big Art Attack? And you'd always, you'd be trying to work out what it is. You're like, what is it? Why is he, what's he making out of bed sheets and, uh, bow ties? And then it would just be, be like a giant, I don't know, be like a giant hot air balloon. Art Attack was the shit. Is there anything on TV that has like, that's like Art Attack? Probably way better actually. But Art Attack was like a grown-up sort of play school because it had that kid's vibe where, you know, he was in this larger-than-life sort of workshop. He was in this larger-than-life workshop, but it was almost more serious. It was for the art kids that thought that all of the um, the other kids' shows were a little bit too childish. Is that me just reading into <laughs> thinking I'm precocious? <laughs> oh, boy been a good week the the date for for the love of jehovah draws ever ever nearer and i become more and more terrified do you remember that grover book that sesame street book with grover 
the monster and the entire book he's telling you there's a monster at the end of this book please stop turning pages don't turn another page and he's like t- trying to tie down the page the pages with uh with rope and wood and like each page that you turn he's got like a new scheme to try and stop you but eventually you get to the end of the book and you realize that the monster at the end of the book was actually just grover it's grover all along and he's he's like oh i knew it was just a Silly joke. Uh, I wasn't scared at all. That's how I feel with this, with the show drawing ever closer. I'm like, oh my God, another page turns. Closer to the show, please. There's a monster at the end of this show. <laughs> and I'm fucking excited. I'm feeling good. I'm ready to, I'm ready to, I'm ready to do my first solo show. Um, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling dandy. Got a got a, a sprightly step in my a sprightly spring in my step. Fuck, I suck with words, huh? Jesus Christ. Speaking of um sucking with words, did a joke last night um that I've done before in the past, and it like I've I've made it work in the past, and I just eventually stopped doing it. But then I was like, yeah, let me just, let me try this one. Let me see if it. Until one day my girlfriend snapped, she had enough. She just stood up in the living room and was like, that's it. Walked outside and I was like, what's gonna happen? She just started telling this kid everything we ever say behind his back, like just everything we ever wanted to say. And he went to go and run in to tell his parents and then she goes, hey, he turns around and she was sucking on her own titty. Yeah. And I was like, am I losing my girlfriend right now? Like watching out the window? And it's it's just in the silence. My girlfriend breaks the silence. She goes, they're never gonna believe you. It's a weird joke to leave you on me. I was thinking about that, I was like, this is gonna be funny. If my girlfriend diffused a situation by sucking her own titty. And you guys were like, what the fuck? Where have you taken this? Oh boy. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Last night, yeah, I was trying this joke and it was just, uh, did not work. <laughs> I did it right at the end of my set as well. I was like, "This is a good. This will be a good way to leave them." <laughs> Fuck! Ridiculous! Ridiculous! Oh my god! I've been I've been getting around on e-bikes a little bit more recently. I like an e-bike. It's good. It's it's a, it's like it's it's fun, and they only charge you on they charge you on the time, so it's not actually the distance that you travel. So I always try and like just pump it. Just like, like go as fast as I can, like a nut job, to, so that I can get there as like uh, as quick as possible. But um, but I was like, there's no way I'm doing it. Like, and this bus pulled up right in front of me as I'm scanning it, and like, and the bus is sort of delayed. It's like delayed. It's just a bunch of people like staring, or uh, you always feel like the bus is staring at you or whatever you're doing. And I'm scanning this thing, this like e-bike with my phone. I'm realizing like, yeah, I should have like not like like it's not like I, something I don't know, but sort of just thinking about it, I'm like. Jesus Christ, there's no way to look cool on an e-bike. <laughs> like, if you're scanning an e-bike, there's just something inherently dweeby about it. You know, like, you, you, you see somebody... They're actually, like, helping out the environment. You know, maybe they're making a decision not to drink and drive, even though you're not supposed to pedal um, drunk. But you, you, there's there's a whole bunch of reasons why somebody might be on an electric bike, and I can't think of one that isn't dorky. <laughs> I always feel like such a dude. And being on a bike, there's always there's this, there is this thing. I don't I don't know if girls have it. They can't 
they cannot be the same as guys. But all guys will will know what I'm talking about. Any guy that's ever been on a bike as a kid, even as an adult, but especially as a kid, when you go past a group of girls on a bike, there is like there is an aspect that thinks like, let me be cool as I as I ride past on this bike. Definitely don't fall over. And if you get really crazy, maybe you take your hands off the handlebars and lean back. All cool for the ladies. <laughs> I don't even, I'm out of control, girls. I don't, I'm, I'm off the handlebars. But like there's this, there's this uh, inherent sort of thing as you're going past girls on a bike where you kind of want to look cool and I'm just wearing this fucking helmet that doesn't fit my head. <laughs> having a ball, having an absolute ball of a time on this electric bike. But um, I think I'm getting to the age where I just, you know, I'm done trying to be cool, dude. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I got no more energy for it. I got no more energy to try and impress anybody. <laughs> I was doing, um, I was like cutting promo videos. I was looking at the, the uh, cutting promo video. What am I in the WWE? I always keep kayfabe, brother. Um, I was doing like promo videos for the show and I'm like trying to find footage of me um, performing and it's just, it makes me sick. Oh my God. Making, like, me, me watching myself, like me watching my old stuff, I'm just like, you fucking loser. You thought this was good. I can't use any of it. It's, it's, it's horrible. I was like, I'm having a panic attack watching it. I was watching like the old Deadly Funny competition and even like the interview before. Oh my God. Kick the guy out of the competition. Kick him out for the pre-show, for the pre-set interview. Jesus Christ. I thought it was because they, um, I thought they didn't win because, like, you know, they didn't want to let a white win the competition. But um, but it's actually that interview. Guaranteed it has to be. <laughs> the judges didn't even see it. Um, they just had, they just had the, the production team send a note saying, fucking, kibosh this kid. He's a, he's a, he's a electric bike riding tool. <laughs> oh my god that's it um i think that's it i think that's as much as i'm going to beat you up this week that's as uh that's pretty much all i'm going to do make sure that you check out um kinsella's on a friday and a saturday night every week you can go there oh i lie actually no saturday night make sure that you check out kinsella's on a friday um, just uh, other than my show, it's ID Comedy. They run a like a bunch of venues. They've got Magic Mike on a Wednesday. They have what is it, Harpoon Harry's in Central on a Monday, and they now also have Carousel on a Tuesday. And it's all run by Anthony Skinner, Anthony Sawleg Skinner, helping me with the show. EJ Rivetti presents for the love of Jehovah at Kinsella's one more time Friday eight. 30 p.m. and Saturday 7 p.m. at Kinsella's Taylor Square. Guys, you have yourselves a lovely week. I can't wait to see you there. Get your tickets today. Get it right now. Stop whatever you're doing. Tell your boss to shut up. Tell your mother, hold on. Buy those tickets. Have yourselves a lovely week, folks. Catch you next one. <laughs>